Good morning and happy new year. My name is Mungara Kimashia, coming to you from Christ is the Answer Ministries. Welcome to Sitam Church Online. We want to thank you, our dear viewers, for conti your continued support, for your likes, for your sharing. May the Lord bless you. And we continue with our series, The New Beginnings, in this wonderful year of the Lord 2020. God bless you. I hope that this video will be a blessing to you. Amen. Great. Now, awesome. We've been going through a series of new beginnings. I don't know whether you can remember the first one. The first one we talked about the characteristics of a new be beginning. We looked at the second video, which was uh, the dynamics of a new beginning. And then today, guess what? We will be reaching out to someone who has never heard about Jesus. In short, you do not have a personal relationship with him. This wonderful Saturday morning, I bring to you uh, a, a topic that I've entitled New Beginnings with Jesus because it is possible. I have also had those new beginnings with him back then in 2005 as a small young boy in Form 1. I gave my life to the Lord and I can tell you the joy of knowing Christ, the joy of having a new slate, the joy of having a new beginning and Christ telling me that son I love you you are precious in my sight. You are mine. Guess what? Let me tell you the identity of having Christ in your heart. I tell you, it gives you so much joy and so much peace. And as we dive into the year 2020, in this new month and in this new season that God has given you, guess what? You can start a new relationship. You can have a new beginning with Jesus. For some of you I know, you once knew Christ. You sang in Sunday school. You were actually in the drama team. Maybe you even acted the pastor. You were always, you know, loving God. But issues of life came. The waves of life came. The worries of life came. And one day maybe you found yourself, you've backslidden. I'm here to encourage you that the same, same God you served, he still loves you. And he's actually saying, come home. Come home, my daughter. Come home, my son. Come home, come home, come home. Because the love of God is constant it is it is new every morning his faithfulness no one can and can fathom and that's why i pray that the same joy i'm experiencing the same you know peace i'm experiencing with having christ in my heart that christ can impart it in your life and you can also share it with many as i'm sharing with it with you today and i read to us from the book of second corinthians uh, uh chapter 5 verse 17 second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 and this is what the bible says therefore listen and whenever you see therefore you have to ask why is it therefore what is its purpose therefore if anyone is in christ if anyone is in jesus the new creation has come guess what the old has gone the new is here i wish i could read this in my mother tongue but guess what i believe the english is ministering to you but the bible says Anyone that is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. And so I believe I'm talking to people who desire to be made new. I'm talking to people who are telling Christ, I desire to begin a new slate with you. You are the right candidate for this wonderful sermon. Number one thing that we realize is that when we are in Christ, there is no condemnation. Actually, we've not read that therefore 
once you first come to Christ, he will first judge you, put you away, take you to a court of men, seek their opinion. No, he just says, therefore, is anyone in Christ, he is a new creation. Therein lies the power of Christ's blood. His blood is able to wash us. That's what we call the power of sanctification. You're made new. Therein lies the power of justification. Christ treats you just as if you've never sinned. It's like in you're in a courtroom and you have no lawyer to defend you. And Christ is saying, you are loved. You are mine. And I actually have a plan and a purpose for you. And so I'm here to encourage you today that instead of holding on to your past, instead of holding on to your old man, and I'm sure some of you do not like the old man that you are, you do not like the old person that you are, because truly, truly, verily, verily, I tell you, you know yourself. You actually know the things that you do in the darkness. You know the things that you do in your secrecy and in your quietness. You know, outwardly we might see you with your mascara, lipstick, you know, and the makeup. But guess what? Within you, the emptiness, the sadness, I don't think you want to hold on to that. Some of us as men, we walk around in the gym, you know, eh? six-pack. We are so full and we want to conquer the entire world. But guess what? Within us is a man that we can't even conquer. Within us is a human being that nobody should even know what the things you do. That man has continually conquered you. You know, those secret sins, those habitual sins, those uh, company of friends and, and, and peer pressure that keeps you making the wrong decisions. You need to conquer them because Christ is saying, therefore, is anyone in Christ, he is a new creation. He does not condemn you. He actually says as far as the east is from the west, he has taken away your transgressions. And many of us are caught up in that situation. Yes, pastor, I understand that in Christ I am new. Yes, I understand he does not judge me. But how do I move myself from my current state to that state of newness? It begins, first and foremost, by making a prayer, by inviting Jesus into your heart. You know, we've just celebrated Christmas the other day. Christ came as a gift to us. This gift is a gift to reconcile us back to the Father. And as you and I know, one characteristic of a gift, it is offered. But the other thing, it must be received. So some of us, the love of Christ has been offered. It hangs at Calvary. You know, pastors have preached. Your relatives have preached. Your friends have told you about this love. Guess what? The gift has been offered. Would you dare receive it? And how to receive it is by just making a simple prayer of inviting Jesus into your heart. Do you actually know you can pray for yourself? You do not need any pastor. You actually need them for the fellowship on Sundays, yes. But for you and Jesus, for you coming back to him, guess what? Whether you're in the car, the bathroom, wherever you are, you can actually tell the Lord, I come to you today. I invite you into my heart. Come and be my Lord and personal Savior. For the Bible tells us that if you believe it in your heart and confess it with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, then you're born again. It's not a feeling. It's not goosebumps. It's not a voila, you know, change moment that you will experience. But it is a decision. It is a covenant. It is a state of mind and state of heart that actually I am a child of God and my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. After receiving the gift and after inviting Jesus, then secondly, share your testimony with someone. You know, the Bible says, confess your sins one to another that you may be healed. Some of you 
are enjoying that old man, not because you want to, but because you're afraid of exposing that old man. As you seek to have a new beginning with Jesus, in this wonderful new month, would you consider praying to the Lord? Father, give me some destiny helpers. Give me some real brothers. Give me some real sisters, men who will hold me accountable. You know, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. You know, you need someone who will call you and ask you, hey, are you coming to church? Hey, are you walking with the Lord? Are you, you know, seeking the face of God? You need those people. And that's why the Bible tells us, do not forsake fellowship. That's the point now, you need the pastors. Yes, you need a shepherd. You need to belong to a family of believers. You need to just plug in somewhere, plug in into a ministry and hold on to Jesus. You know, hold on to those older brothers. Hold on to all those older mummies and uncles and daddies in church and tell them, please, ye, teach me the things of God and I can tell you they will disciple you. They will journey with you. They will walk with you. And I can tell you, you will begin loving the person that you will become. Then, finally, invite the Holy Spirit. Because I tell you, it's not by power. It's not by might. It's not about how many friends who keep us accountable. It's not how much I have not drunk alcohol. It's not how much I've not clubbed. It's not how much I've, I have not abused. You know, the do's and don'ts, I can tell you, it's like someone in a gym. You can exercise all you want in matter salvation. But without the Holy Spirit, you are empty. And guess what? He is not a mystery. You know, he's someone who can actually, you know, identify with us. He's the that person of the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I tell you, the moment you invite Jesus into your heart, the Holy Spirit comes and resides in you. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. His presence is in you. So allow him room and time and space in your life. There are things he's asking you to drop. There are friends he's actually asking you to drop them. There are some phone calls and messages that you've been writing. The Holy Spirit is nudging your heart and saying, don't, please, obey. Listen to that inner still voice. You know, at times you go to church and you feel like the pastor is preaching about you. Please obey, listen. Because at that very moment, the Holy Spirit is working in you. And he desires that he bears the fruit of the Spirit in you. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. That can be your portion. That can be your new identity. And then you will confidently stand and tell people, Hey, I've had new beginnings with Jesus. And so I encourage you, my dear listener and my dear viewer, would you consider inviting Jesus into your heart? Would you consider drying those tears of crying every day, wetting your pillow with the loneliness and the emptiness. The love of God is here. It's been offered. The gift has been offered. Would you dare receive it? And oh, what joy do we forfeit? Oh, what peace do we forfeit? Only because we do not invite Jesus and receive the gift that was offered to us. The common scripture that we know, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave. Christ was offered to us as the perfect gift. He died on the cross. You know, it is your sins that caused him to hang on that cross. And when he said it is finished, indeed this morning I'm here to remind you, it is finished. There is now no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Behold, the old is gone and the new has come. Would you
consider inviting Jesus into your heart by repeating this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am sorry, Lord, for rejecting the gift that is Jesus. And Jesus, I believe it in my heart and I confess it with my mouth that you are my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Help me walk this new journey of faith. And Holy Spirit, mold me and make me to that which you have called me to be. In Jesus' name I pray. May the Lord bless you. If you have made that prayer, you are born again. And I call you new. You are a new creation. Hey, smile. Text someone this Saturday morning. Give someone a high five and tell them I am a child of God. There is now no more condemnation. God bless you. Feel free to get in touch with us. Call any of our pastors. Call any of our counselors. A number is appearing on your screen right now. And I believe the Lord is going to bless you. If this video has been a blessing to you, feel free to share it with your loved ones, with your friends. And I believe the Lord is going to make you a new creation. God bless you. Again, a blessed, happy new year. See you next Saturday. God bless you.